0: What's going on, Wolves? Welcome to another episode of Cosmic Conversations with Lo. That's me. And today I am bringing you another incredible human being in my life who I absolutely adore in so many ways. She's my favorite. We really connect over our Scorpio placement. So it's going to be a vibe this episode, okay? Um, But let me introduce her, read her bio really quickly so you guys can get to know more about my boo. Corinne is an educator and entrepreneur with over 15 years of experience, purposefully (laughs) innovates organizations through empowerment metrics that include psychology, communication, and movement. Her magic has been featured in Vogue, The New York Times, Well and Good. Vice and Self Magazine, some of my favorites. Corinne is currently working towards (laughs) towards her PhD studentship, studying behavior and cognition. She will explore the necessary integrations of self-compassion within women's wellness from company messaging to product experience to consumer engagement. In her free time, you'll find her wherever there's a boundless expansion of flowers, fields, trees, mountains, sky or see, and most likely phoneless while immersed in a local community's eco-project. There are so many reasons to love her. Welcome, Corinne. Hi. Thank
1: you so much. And I, I feel like that last sentence is perfect for what we'll be speaking on today together.
0: Right. Uh, I'm just so excited. So we're going to be talking about travel and wellness, but before we do, just want to give the Wolves a little bit of background of how we met. So... Yeah. I was blessed enough to uh, find out about her bar studio at the time that was in Harlem, because I was living in Harlem too, and it was called Shakti Bar. But now we're digital, baby, because we cannot be held by the physical realm. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And um, I was an intern there, and I got to talk to her and meet with her, and literally the way she runs Shakti Bar. It's just, it's a family. She cares. And that really moved me, especially me being a black woman, just like how an ally is supposed to be. I don't think I had a clear understanding of that until meeting you and interacting with you and being like, oh my goodness, this is what it looks like when someone's doing the work to help me feel safe in my body and my experience here. Shakti Bar for life, because you literally your essence oozes into what you do. And like, we all feel the same way. Everybody in the Shock Bar team feels the exact same way about you. We just can't get enough.
1: I love you so much. And um, I really appreciate that, you know, especially given the last 18 months or so, I haven't always been connected with, you know, various ages, races, religions, body types of women that really are open to allyship. Um, I've definitely gone through the woodwork with various friends, former friends, etc., And our relationship has really continued to inspire me to believe that we can hold each other accountable for things mm-hmm. without making it so personal that it's divisive.
0: Yes, a thousand you know? percent. And,
1: yeah, and, and it's been really healing actually for me and you I think to relate during this time well as some of our other relationships have changed form. Mm-hmm. um ours has been this like beacon of hope yeah. for me that it's possible for more women from different backgrounds to really see one another through a tough time
0: yes I mean I cannot agree more literally having um our friendship and our said has helped me expand my perspective as well and just understand that like though I may have other experiences and, you know, my other girlfriends who identify as black, you know, they've also had other experiences. Like, it doesn't mean that everyone is that way, right? And like, literally in our communication and just in being each other's lives, I just get so much joy from having you in my life. It's that reminder of like, you know, not everybody is this way and then you have someone that you've been able to attract into your life to be that reminder for you as well to keep your heart mm-hmm. open and your mind open to new experiences and people it's just you know it doesn't really get any better than
1: that with allyship, you know who actually is not on our side yeah and who is calling us forward to a deeper inquiry that makes you uncomfortable in the moment um but that actually is an ally in the end yes and i've seen I've seen quite a bit about confirmation bias where, like, people will add up details and make conclusions that may not necessarily hold true for all people. And it's like, in that sense, you just got to let it ride Mm -hmm. (laughs) and stay close to the people that really know you and have gone through it with you. And I really see you as that, Lotus.
0: I feel the same way. I feel the same way. So for context, we were going to record this when I was in Costa Rica, but you know, Costa Rica said no. (laughs) It was like, I need you to be (laughs) present (laughs) Um, in this journey. And I'm actually really happy because now I have even more insight um, on how travel and wellness, like together, how it's so important to have travel in your wellness, like in your wellness plan, even if it's not going international, even if it's just Checking out a new part of your city or your town that you live in or having a new experience in it, traveling outside of your normal um, day-to-day routine is just so impactful for your mental well-being, um, for your emotional well-being, your spiritual well-being. And it's something that you and I have also talked about, too, because you've traveled a lot, like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I want to talk about what that experience was for you, like in tra- like what one made you want to go travel to begin with?
1: Yeah, thanks for asking. So I'm going to backtrack to before the pandemic, because I know there wasn't as much travel going on during the pandemic, but, right? You know, it's funny, because I feel like my answer is two parts, right? One is the healthy part and the wild part of just being incredibly intrepid and having um, this sense of fearlessness and the sense of autonomy, especially out in nature. There's also this psychological sense of awe that Awe—that's really hard to replicate unless you're in a setting that you've never seen before. Yes. And I really love that. It. That's like my natural highs of being off. And also, my family was divorced, and I was just so used to living in more than one house and having mm-hmm. that actually be more a sense of home than having just one spot. Mm-hmm. So those are all the healthy reasons. Um, and then I think that there was also this like healing draw to it where I would run away from things as well mm. and so really as I travel more and more in my adulthood I started to be able to discern like is this trip deeply nourishing or is this trip to run away mm. and um, so yeah that's that's those that's the complex answer to the reasons why I travel. Um, I also want to just add that I think it's incredibly important, as mentioned in my bio, thank you so much for that, that when you go somewhere, you don't just go there to assume authority in the land of other people. You Mm. You must observe and listen, and hopefully try to be helpful while you're there, because if you're not from there, then really, you know, there's a, a high propensity, especially as a white woman in the world, to even commit small acts that come off as some sort of colonialism you know Mm -hmm. I just feel like it's really important to know what's up in the places that you go and to try to jump onto a project or try to stay locally try to do something to contribute to the ecosystem there because if not then you could possibly be doing more harm than good.
0: Wow, that was so powerful because that was part of my experience in Costa Rica as well. And just like we found ourselves being in these beautiful spaces and people trying to um, accommodate us. And we're like, no, 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 like, no, please, we will figure it Mm -hmm. out. You know, like we even in us uh, practicing our Spanish, which we're finally getting better at me and my friend Sky. Like it's a Mm -hmm. it's a process. Uh, We had this interaction with this guy when we were going fruit shopping. Um, and he was just, it just randomly came up to us. It was, it was really random. He was like, you know, um, I hear you guys speaking in English and we're like, oh yeah, we're speaking English to each other cause we're trying to like decipher the fruits, right? Cause there's different names for the fruits in different parts of the country. Mm-hmm. So he's just like, you know, I just think that it's really crazy that, you know, um, Americans come to different places and expect us to know like their native tongue but they don't take any, mm-hmm. he's like, I can't go to your country and not know English you know but you can come here and like not know our language and completely flourish and it was a very um, insightful experience it kind of caught us all off by guard because we were like oh that that us just talking to each other in english wasn't in a way of like trying to disregard spanish at all it was just like we are trying to cipher fruit so we know what to buy and we're talking to each other right. and like figuring out like okay how do we translate this to the shop owner in that sense but even having him come and say that, you could just see the passion behind what he was saying. And just like, obviously he's, he's gone through something where Americans feel very entitled when we step into other spaces and we just demand yeah. that you guys just do what we do at home, but in this other place. And it's really wild um, because when you're out of the country, they don't care if you're black, brown, white, it doesn't matter. It's like, you're from this country and you're now in our country and we want to be respected. Um, that was really huge and really powerful so it's just beautiful hearing you say that as well because you should be contributing you know you shouldn't just be going to these beautiful places just to experience it for yourself and then leaving it like you should be giving something in some way shape or form to the community that you are a part of um and it could be as simple as in just like seeing what they have going on if there's any volunteer projects happening or just Learning the language to the best of your ability, just that little bit of effort, it means so much for people. Of like, oh, you actually have respect for my country and my home, and yeah, it's just I it know. builds beautiful relationships from that.
1: Especially too, like I can parallel this to the relationships that I've had, um, even romantic ones. Like, if if we're going into something with only our own agenda, or we only think that our perspective is the right one we're so convinced of that it's not only that we could be disrespecting another person's experience but we're also not even open to their experience
0: we're not even
1: allowing ourselves to enjoy that person or that place or that thing for what it is um so like recently just as a quick side note i've been working a lot on de-stressing my life and being able to show up at situations like Lunch or a hike or a travel situation um, without my own stress being the priority, even if it's like. Mm. You know? um, and what it's allowed me to do is really experience whoever I'm with or whatever I'm doing for exactly what it is, like the miracle of what it is, apart from my own stress or preconceived notions, and just really almost be almost be fascinated like a child with, you know. and i think that's important too like when we go to these other places with tons of luggage and tons of products and um you know we're all walking in a group loud or something like you said um or, or um <laughs> this kind of makes me laugh like if, if somebody has allergies and that's fine but you go in and you know, you're about to receive this, like, beautiful Ecuadorian dish or something, and then you're like, yeah, can you, like, add tomatoes instead of this, and then papaya instead of that, and And then at the end of the day, it's like, because of our own conditioning of how to eat in the U.S., we've then gone and completely changed Mm -hmm. the traditional dish that someone probably lovingly prepared and, like, had a certain emotional association with, so... All that is to say, um, I think one good takeaway is just to really get a hold of our own stresses and our own triggers, because if we don't, then not only in relationships, friendships, romantic, otherwise, but also in traveling, you're not really able to experience a place for its, um, you know, authentic self, so to speak, because you're only worried about satisfying your own needs or experiencing it in a way that you preconceived or controlling it and you just don't even know what just happened you mm. leave and you have no idea like you don't even know the place that you just went
0: wow I've had that experience now that I'm thinking about it I'm just like Luckily, it wasn't this last trip, thank God, but I've definitely had that experience before where it's kind of like a bit of a blur and that makes complete sense because you're kind of going, I think there's nothing wrong with having an intention, but I feel like if you don't have any flexibility in that intention, you can definitely stifle your experience and inadvertently, you know, mess it up for other people that you interact with while on that trip. So it's really important to like find that um, harmony in between like, okay. Like, like what we were talking about before that, that was really insightful of like, okay, am I going on this trip to escape something or I'm going on this trip to experience, you know, maybe the culture or, you know, a new place of being. And like, just even taking a moment to ask yourself that before you like decide on where you're going to go and book your trip could really allow you to be more mindful in your experience.
1: Yeah, this is a kind of cheesy analogy that I like to say a lot about different things. I'm just going to say it here. So does your family celebrate any holidays that give presents?
0: We used to when I was younger, yeah.
1: All right, all right. So picture that for a minute, right? So picture like you ask for a pink um, jacket. Let's say you it. like your pink jacket is a, it's like a magenta. Um, you know, it's got a certain zipper. Like you know what you meant by. Mm-hmm. And then you get. You receive a pink jacket for this holiday, but instead you receive like a puffy jacket that's like more of a, I don't know, coral pink or something. It has like Mm -hmm. a different kind of button. And you're over there like, what in the fuck? I didn't ask for this. (laughs) But the funny thing is, like, you did. And Mm so we have to be, I think, open to the unexpected gift. Like, you know, we're going, you know, we're going traveling. You know that there's a call, whether it's the running away or are coming toward it's it's still a call we can still Mm -hmm. trust it we can still pursue either way yes but the gift that we imagine we're going to receive in someone else's land like can we be open to it showing up in a way that we didn't expect Mm. and you can only do that if we're really present in those spaces not if we're like all the things we listed before all the agenda
0: yes a thousand percent and it just it just makes that experience even more beautiful because it's mm. in a way you're co-creating right with the universe source source god whoever you call on to like you're putting out an intention but you're also open to like what that experience is going to bring you and it may be different it's always really different than what we expect it to be like let's be honest. There's. All my intentions, I set them and I know like it's gonna come the way that it needs to come. I've just gotten to that point in my life where it's like allow it to be. But um having that mindset though is really helpful because then when I receive it, it's always something better than I could imagine too. It's and it's exactly what I need, like what my soul needs, not just what my mind thinks that it needs to have to feel validated, but like what my soul has been like calling in, right, or craving for me to have this experience that's normally what you end up getting, especially when you start traveling um, to different cultures and and cities and spaces like that. I love that insight. That was so good.
1: No, yours too. I mean, thank you. Because that, that really makes a lot of sense. You know, we, we go and if, if we can go with an open mind, I believe like you just said, we're more likely to receive whatever we were subliminally Craving anyway, yeah. whatever we need anyway. Then if we go in it with an expectation, and I've actually seen that in many situations in life, like, like for example, you know, we're coming out of. It. I have talked a lot about relationships as well, both for me mm-hmm. and otherwise, and, like, in many of the situations where I experienced unrest in relating, I looked back and I noticed that, I would say those people or myself included kinda of already had in the back of our mind like an idea of the other person mm. that just like came to a head. And so I wonder now, not necessarily in regret, but I wonder now how those exchanges would be different if we didn't have those assumptions about one another from the get-go. Because what happens then is we observe that other person place or thing only through the lens of what we assume about them. Mm -hmm. and and our own past experiences I really take that and I I think about traveling as well because it it is a relationship with the land it's a relationship with the people so can we go into these places without bringing our or looking at it from only like our past and I mean it's it's kind of impossible not to at all you know we don't have like that much control over our brains but just to be aware I think of experiences Like you said, it's just so much more connecting with divine source than anything else. Mm,
0: I love that. Okay, here's my other question for you How does your wellness look when you're traveling? Because mine was completely different in Costa Rica. I was like, girl, you got to throw it Mm. all away. It's not going to (laughs) serve you if you try to do this like this now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I say it's a bit of both, you know. So there are some things that I do that I really do have to complete wherever I go. Like, for example, I really do need to drink drink enough water. Right. I really do need to have some time to myself every day, especially to move my body. Mm-hmm. Um and I do need to be outside at some point. But um there's this term and I don't actually know if this is my term, so if this is someone else's term, please let me know. <laughs> but I like to call it flexible discipline. It's basically mm-hmm. like you set the I set the intention to drink the water and to go outside with my body, have time for myself, blah, blah, blah. But in, in reality, it's flexible, which means like, well, first of all, I do believe everyone should drink water when they first right. wake up, but let's right. pretend, let's pretend, <laughs> I didn't have access to it until lunch or something, and I couldn't go outside until three, and I couldn't work out unless it was like five in the morning. Like whatever the travel circumstances were still upon me. Mm. The thing is, like, I'll still get the things done that I need to get done. But it might be that I, wherever I am, like maybe I have to drink coconut water. right? Or maybe I have to drink water in a group, at a group dinner. Well, as normally, I just want to like chug it on my own in my room. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, or maybe going outside, maybe I have this vision of like going to the beach or something, but maybe the car breaks down and I have to walk with a, a stranger for four miles to get gas. But guess what? I still got outside. So I try mm. to remind myself that the intention, the, the discipline, you're able to complete it if you kind of let go of exactly how it has to look. And that really helps with traveling because not only are you not manipulating the, the natural flow of travel, like we have been talking about this whole time, but mm-hmm. you're also not punishing yourself if you're unable to complete one of your wellness hacks on the road.
0: Mm, yes. Yeah. uh, Yes. I'm just sitting here, like, again, reflecting on this past trip. And I'm just like, that's exactly what happened. It's like the foundational things of like hydration. Right. Yes. I I firmly believe like my wolves out there listening. Please just drink (laughs) adequate amount of water (laughs) every day. It'll it'll really help you in the long run, man. Like being dehydrated is just not it. It's just not it at all. But like making sure I have my water intake was very important to me, too. getting fresh air was very important to me too especially um when we were experiencing a tropical storm like even just getting outside on the ledge of on the house we were staying at was just like okay just get the fresh air in um we opening up the windows um, when we really were stuck inside the house mm, because the weather was wild right. you yeah. know um those were like really foundational for me and then spending time alone by myself and For me, it was emotional freedom tapping. That's really what I've been teaching and Mm. just really diving into even more. It's been a part of my practice for a few years. Um, And like simplifying that, like some days we didn't have Wi-Fi. So like the video I would normally use, I didn't have any access to. So it was like, okay, let's intuitively do this and finding ways to be flexible. I still got it done, but it definitely doesn't look like what I do when I'm at home in Philadelphia at all. Like there's it was just different. But I also appreciated that, too, because the experience of having to um, change up my foundational wellness techniques and tips that helped me to be my best self Mm -hmm. it gave me a deeper appreciation for the fact that I'm able to do this in my home like when I came back to Philly I was like oh my goodness like you just feel like wow I really took it for granted that I could like wake up and make chlorophyll water and have my CBD like I just really had this fresh perspective of like One, I'm proud of myself for getting it done regardless, right? Um, I'm proud of myself for not being so rigid and beating myself up like you were saying because it wasn't done the exact way that I think it should be done. But I'm also having this deep appreciation for the fact that I'm just so multifaceted. Like I really can get these foundational things like water, movement, and like mindfulness done anywhere in the world. It just gave me this sense of um, authority over my wellness. That I really appreciated.
1: Yeah, that's cool. That's really cool because you're right about that authority. It's like you're teaching yourself self trust. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Yes, yes, that was a big theme <laughs> for me. I'm like, girl, do you <laughs> well, trust you know yourself me. or not?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm always telling people like when they ask about you and I, I'm like, so, um, I'm like, we're kind of like well on the inside we might kind of be the same person but on the outside right. it's like you know very different story but i'm telling you i really do know where you're at and, I understand <sighs> what you're saying. and it's so liberating I, I know i know for sure this quote's not mine but you know the quote that says um like your body has no idea how good it's designed to feel
0: oh man that's wow
1: again not not that one's not mine but um yeah it's it's sad it's like we go around with this tight grip especially when we travel over what we think that we need to do and what we think our experience is going to be like blah 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 and it's like girl you don't even know how good your body is designed to feel in various settings like the beauty Mm -hmm. of the influence of being in different places and how that can inspire your body's highest feel good and anywho um so like if we can just practice this flexible discipline which means not, which doesn't mean completely letting go yes. you know it doesn't mean actually completely letting go but it also doesn't mean gripping so hard that we have um, you know completely created our own reality within the reality that's actually happening and then not gotten
0: to experience the reality that's actually happening. Oh my gosh this is like so really good and First off, shout out Philadelphia, because when, as soon as there's good weather, people just start drag racing. And I just have to accept this as, oh, as part of my experience. <sighs> but it's okay. <laughs> um, I just love what you're saying, because one, we have to like catch up, catch up about the trip, like for sure. Yeah. Because everything you're saying, I'm just like, oh my God, yes. like That was another thing for me. That was another thing for me. My question became, how can I lean into joy a bit more right now? Because I found that in traveling... I don't know what it was like this awareness came over me and I'm like bro why do you not allow yourself to feel really 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 good like I'll feel good most days but like I don't I like I found that I limited myself and like you can actually lean in a bit more to this feeling and it just speaks volumes to like what you were just talking about it just hit me like yeah that's that was one of my things that I took away from um, traveling and being in, you know, Costa Rica for a month that I've been really blessed to even have that experience. But it really left me with, like, you can enjoy more of your life. Like, you're mm-hmm. allowed to. And, like, you have the resources and the capability to, like, lean into your joy a bit more. You're the only person that's stopping you from enjoying the joy in your life a bit more. Um, so, wow. Shout-out mm-hmm. travel. Shout-out I mean, yeah, travel.
1: We have to have some forgiveness for ourselves too because our brains are actually wired to just do what we've done, you know. Yes, it's like as much as we can say that we want to feel better and that we imagine that there's a better feeling on the other side, we won't really know until we've experienced it, and we won't experience it until whatever you know sequence of life events or a profound deep healing practice or a spiritual revelation or a certain relationship propels us into that new perspective where we now know oh wait a second how i how i felt well before is of no comparison to how i feel well now yes um and then and then just to know that that's never going to stay the same either because it's constantly evolving and um i want to say that i think You know, it's interesting because uh, connected to what you were saying, it's funny because we want to feel good. We're always trying to safeguard ourselves to feel good. But then it's funny because, like, it never really works because we just – our expectations and our limits come into play when we're trying to just only reach the definition of what we feel like it means to do good or feel good or, like, whatever. I've Mm -hmm. actually found that in situations where I've let go – and experienced challenge I've had the deepest revelations about what it actually means to feel well. Mm. Like because when you have those challenges, like think of it, think of like a travel challenge, right? Like flights, delays, blah, blah. Um, one day, this was so sad, I was driving and um, this woman opened her door and I had my mask on and I said, oh, don't worry about it. That's what I said through my mask. I held mm-hmm. up my hand, I waved. So don't worry about it, just like that. And you know me. And she didn't she didn't see it that way. But I had my mask on. So she was like, like, damn, I'm trying to move, like, like relax, be patient. I was like, no, no, don't worry about it. And then again, she thought that I was saying, like, oh, get the fuck no. out of here, you know. And I almost wanted to cry because I had to go, like the light turned, and I was like, No. And I wanted to like loop back and be like, No, 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 that's not what I was saying, but I realized, like, that's probably not going <laughs> to go over well. So I didn't. But, um, but yeah, so anyway, the point is like, in a lot of situations where challenge is so great that we have no choice but to let go, we have no choice but to completely, like, have our hopes dashed and our expectations flashed, that's when I've actually found the most revelation into what I needed to enjoy. Travel like I'm gonna to try to give an example because I want to be as tangible as possible. But, um, I actually, only found out recently that I have a little bit low of ser- uh, serotonin. My levels of serotonin, mm. and I only realized that because, you know, losing the Shakti Studios and and a bunch of money and X Y Z. It was it was traumatizing, but I I was taking it like. I mean, I was like a different person. I can't even describe it. I I was so anxious all the time, so depressed, and it was just relentless. Mm. And if I hadn't been brought to that level of loss, I don't think I would have said to myself, hmm, the ways I'm feeling right now are like unmanageable. And so I need to do something about it. So I did. I got checked out. They measured that. They realized that. They realized it was not just from a um, like a temporary level of depression, but it was actually something that's existed in me for a while, which connects to other health issues I had. So in any case, not exactly related to travel, but I think back now. Now that I have the proper herbs and supplements to balance that, I think to myself like, damn, I wonder. How I would have traveled differently or related to people differently on my travels. And, you know, all we can really mm. do is be here now at this point. And if anything is regrettable, apologize. But, but yeah, I just, I really, you know, these, these junctures kind of shake us awake. And um, I think that when we allow ourselves to let go, we're actually more likely to experience what we need. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can really change our relationship ourselves and also just the way that we we go in the field of different places yeah wow
0: yes okay last question before we close out and find out about Mm -hmm. all the yummy things that you're offering oh yummy how (laughs) has (laughs) um how has travel redefined your wellness You
1: know, I want to piggyback off of the point that you made earlier, actually. I really think it's just established greater Mm self-trust in me that I'm able to maintain my well-being no matter where I go, um, that I'm open to the boundlessness of travel. I'm open to having an experience I did not expect and that I feel a lot of my um, wellness has also been shaped by the lessons of people from other places that I've been open to receiving. You know, different mm. foods, different medicines, different recommendations. Yes. That, you know, every culture of people just has an amazing, vast level of knowledge. And I really feel like travel has helped me access that as well
0: oh my goodness yes 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 I could not agree more self-trust was probably one of the most profound things I think I've experienced that and just the ability to enjoy my life more um because everyone um in Costa Rica I know I keep bringing it up I've I've been bringing it up since I've gotten back by the way everybody so like we're all going through this Gary's going through it as well my sister's going through it as well I Mm mention Costa Rica every day it's been life-changing um but I love the fact that they were just so, They one, they, they have this deep sense of pride for their country, which is something mm-hmm. that I struggle with, personally. Yeah, um, I, I do. Yeah. I do. I struggle with it in this country. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no. Definitely.
1: No, me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. It's, I'm, except I'm caught between, they're like, they're like, what are you doing in our country? Like, you know, XYZ, like, white girl. And I'm like, no, trust me, like, I don't want to be, sometimes I don't want to <laughs> be in mine. And they're like, whatever. And you're like, oh, man, I'll just
0: let me just stop talking <laughs> yes yes they were like girl you live in america like what are you talking about I'm like nah it's a completely different <laughs> experience yeah. i don't know what you guys are getting over here but i promise you this you know mm. so i appreciate that they have this deep pride of sense for their homeland too right and like you said they just the amount of wisdom they have like for from mother nature like the way that they yeah. um even prepare their food and just Oh my God, I can't even like fully bring it into words. The, it's just wisdom. It's just this deep rooted wisdom that, you know, comes from people who understand where they come from. Yeah. Um, and just being able to witness that has encouraged me in my own journey to learn more about my own history and my own lineage outside of mm-hmm. the constructs that, you know, America has provided for me as a black woman. Um, yeah. But it was really, travel just reminds you like, seeing happy black people, is is not a thing I get to see often in my life, especially here in the USA, where people are genuinely just at peace. Um, So going there and seeing like little black kids running around happy, um, even like talking to the police and them not having this fear, Mm -hmm. it was Mm -hmm. it was an experience that I unfortunately just am not able to get, you know, in in this country. So being able to have that. Um, opened my mind of like, girl, yes, these things are possible. You know, it is possible for Black kids to be happy and just to be children. It is possible for Black women to feel safe Mm. and to have long lives and to become grandmothers. It's possible for Black men to have long lives and to become grandfathers. Like, these are things that are possible. And I've taken that into my heart. And it's just with me now where it's like, I can find a bit more um, peace in what I'm experiencing because I know that it's a possibility that we can have more as a people and travel has really given me that and that has affected my wellness 10 times mm-hmm. over for sure, for sure.
1: That's amazing. Well, that's, I just want to say, like, especially just in recognition and witnessing of what you're saying about being a Black woman and you know, your people that I, I of course deeply empathize with, know and love, but I am not, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think to myself, like, how amazing it is to hear you say that there's been such a deep sense of cultural and racial peace, so to speak, Mm -hmm. by being able to witness your people in other settings. Yes. And I think those, those, um, those other settings, though they are different for each race, like I would never say, oh, you know, I get what you're saying, because I don't, because my experience is different. Right. But what I do understand is that I too, in some ways, in some ways, can relate to being transported from my paradigm of what I think it means to be a woman, a white woman, a, a woman who embraces all women, Woman in America, blah blah blah, and then to go to another place and be like, "Hold up, how did that guy, like, you know, I was in the Amazon a little bit ago, and I'm like, how does he know that that tree in the middle of like right. tons of trees, if you strip the bark back, that you can get some sort of substance that also tastes like lemon and can conserve your food? It's just like mind boggling mm-hmm. and and deeply humbling." well and um, again i just want to reiterate of course not the same experience as being a black woman transported into this potential joy but it is an experience of a human being being like hmm maybe the way that i was looking at things isn't the only way yes and yeah i think i think luckily in this call i think we've gotten at also a lot of tangible ways to measure that you know, we're yes. not saying, like, go travel, like, it'll all happen for you. It's like, no, I hope that we've listed certain insights that we had along the way um, that the listeners can say, okay, let me take those steps, mm-hmm. you know, even if they have to put them together, because we didn't necessarily I know. do, like, step one through <laughs> ten. It's a like, nice it's are- a nice little fun time. <laughs> now I'm like, damn, should we have, <laughs> Um But yeah, it's, yeah, I... I I hear what you're saying in that sense. And uh, I'm also just so happy for you that you've experienced that, especially, you know, historically, but Mm -hmm. also given the last year and a half for Black people, I think, I think, well, from an outsider perspective, has, it's always been just as ridiculous, tragic, uh, corrupt, et cetera. But I think that the fact that it's coming more to the forefront for more people's awareness has, like, a particular um it's particularly vulnerable So for you to feel that way in such a vulnerable time it's like I feel so happy for you as your friend you know now I'm just like okay so now we gotta travel together
0: yes <laughs> <laughs> make a travel show <laughs> yes that would be awesome oh my goodness yes oh my goodness yeah so travel 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 but travel with intention Tra- travel with mindfulness you know mm. Make sure that you are going to these spaces and you're giving back in some way shape or form. Um, plan that out before you get there. And if you have one of those spur of the moments where it's like, look, I'm just going to this place because I just need to get away. Mm. Take a moment to be with yourself while you're on that, you know spontaneous trip, you know, of um, self-discovery, which will end up being anyway. You know, Like just yeah. take time for yourself and take time to show appreciation for the place that you're in like as like the basic rule of like travel and like protecting and no no worries and leveling up your wellness for sure wolves i feel like that's just creme de la creme and yeah we dropped tons of gems in here i i forgot to say get your notes and pens ready in the beginning but you guys should know by now that i always forget to do that but it's important to do it so go ahead and run the episode back so you can catch those gems because really and truly Corinne and I like really have just given you guys so many great perspectives on travel um so go and do that but before you do Corinne what do you have (laughs) before you guys do that Corinne what do you have um for the wolves to like check out and get into and help support you and your your movement for
1: wolves well basically what I'm all about is I do want you to get a great workout. I want you to be able to accentuate your natural shape, which is actually why I got so into bar. I felt like I really wanted to honor how I look naturally, but I also wanted to make it stronger. Mm. And bar, for anybody that doesn't know, um, it uses a lot of isometric movements, which means that you're basically not doing a big pump. So you you solidify the shape of your muscle without dramatically. Mm. And um, yeah. So what what I've learned in this period of time is that also historically, these types of classes haven't been acceptable for all people. Been,
0: like, places, uh, a lot of times, teachers involve. Wait, I've Corinne, hold on one second. The the hmm, sound went. um bad. Yeah, bad yeah bad. I was able to hear that part. I can no. edit this part out, so no worries.
1: Okay, let me just stand again. So, I'll say um. Yeah, so in addition to these classes being amazing, I've learned over time that not everybody has access to them because of price or because the teaching team, you know, all mm-hmm. the same because the messaging is usually quite punitive and or punishing. So really, our classes, we have a diverse team. They're affordable. It's digital. And what you'll find is every woman, when they're teaching the class, has this sense Motivation meets vulnerability, you know, mm-hmm. like they're going to show you who they are that day, but they're also going to lead you professionally through a workout. So you're not going to get any of this like, okay, guys, you know, let's tone XYZ, um, let's get our summer bodies, Like, it's not going to be like that. It's going to be like, hey, you know, how's your day? My day is like this. Cool. Heart to heart. All right, next. So we're going to work out and I want you to work out because I want you to embrace your body. I want your body to be functional. I want your body to be present to the lessons that you learn in this podcast. So that's more the approach that we take. And it's funny because, you know, Lotus has laughing. You and I and and all the gals on the team, like to us, that's common sense. Mm -hmm. But it's so revolutionary to the fitness industry that we've been in all those press hits that you've mentioned in the beginning of the talk and more because the fitness industry is like, oh, my God, you know, this is unheard of. This is
0: radical. It's like actually done. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's just crazy. So
1: I think that part of our goal is to normalize the approach that we have. And so I'd love for everyone to check it out. You can just go to our Instagram at Bar or SoxyBar.com. You know, maybe try the week of classes. um, Look at some of our posts Allow that same lesson you learned about travel to be a parent here, where you go into it with no expectation, you experience it for what it is, and if it changes you or helps you in some way, then we'd be so blessed.
0: Yes, guys, first off, as someone who has taken Shakti Bar classes, in person and virtually, the <laughs> energy is the same, okay? It's, it's the same. You're still getting that same passion Um, that same just expertise I I love all the teachers like literally they each have their own like unique quirk that they bring to the class and it's kind of like oh my god like we could be girlfriends and uh, luckily for me I'm actually (laughs) able to say that (laughs) it's just great Um, the link for the Shakti Bar app uh, and their Instagram to learn more about Corinne as well and the entire Shakti Bar team is in the show notes so go ahead and check those things out as well because it is a beautiful movement that yeah is very radical in wellness why honestly we don't know we don't know why these things are not common but i am really grateful that we have places like shakti bar and people like corinne who are doing the work to normalize that you can Mm -hmm. look any way shape or form and still get your wellness on you know we're not feeding into toxic ideologies that once we're like the crowned versions of wellness, right? We threw all that away and we're just saying, hey, Mm -hmm. let's move your body. Let's drop into your body from your mind and just get to know your body more intimately. And that's really the experience that I get every time I take a class. So go ahead, check out the links, check out Corinne. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love you guys so much for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me today. For this special episode, I just, I'm just so happy to have you on the podcast and to share you with my community. So thank you, thank you, thank you.
1: Oh man, I'm, I'm like just blessed to be able to be in your community for a moment. <laughs> you know, like honestly, I know you think the same as Shakti Bar, but that same feeling of like, thank you for including me is what I have of you and your wolves. <laughs> so I hope that, I hope that the wolves feel a natural intertwine and that we're able to maybe combine forces and I'm sure it'll all happen naturally For sure. Um, yeah thanks so so much I love you dearly
0: I love you okay wolves go ahead and queue up the next episode bye